up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Welcome to this sequence of music, poetry, scripture, thought, and prayer. My name is Richard Marsh. I'm the Dean of Killaloo, and I'll be with you each week in the days coming up to Christmas. O Emmanuel, our law and our lawgiver, the hope of the nations and their Saviour. Come and save us, O Lord our God. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and to put on the armour of light. 
Now in the time of this mortal life in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to us in great humility, that on the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who is alive and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now a poem with an Advent theme, that theme of waiting. Making the House Ready for the Lord by Mary Oliver Dear Lord, I have swept and I have washed, but still nothing is as shiny as it should be for you. Under the sink, for example, is an uproar of mice. It is the season of their many children. What shall I do? And under the eaves and through the walls, the squirrels have gnawed their ragged entrances. But it is the season when they need shelter, so what shall I do? And the raccoon limps into the kitchen and opens the cupboard while the dog snores. The cat hugs the pillow. What shall I do? Beautiful is the new snow falling in the yard, and the fox who is staring boldly up the path to the door. And still I believe you will come, Lord, you will, when I speak to the fox, the sparrow, the lost dog, the shivering sea-goose. Know that really I am speaking to you whenever I say as I do all morning and afternoon, come in, come in. Hear the Gospel of our Saviour Christ according to, to St Mark. Jesus said to Peter, James, John and Andrew, In those days after that suffering the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as the branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour no one comes, no one knows. Neither the angels in heaven nor the Father, but the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert. For you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all. Keep awake.
In today's Gospel, Jesus tells us that we don't know when the end is coming. But about that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. What's the point, you might ask, of Jesus bringing up the end of things just to tell us that we don't know anything about it? By telling us that we don't know about the eschaton, about the end time, Jesus tells us a lot. It can be very easy to fall into the trap of making our faith about the end goal, heaven. As the people who are marked by death and resurrection, we can become enamoured with thinking about what's kingdom will be like. And when that happens, we can lose sight of the gift we've been given in this world and in this life. This separation from the things of the world is a common subject amongst Christians. Paul, in the epistle to the Romans, writes that we must lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. He goes on to list things we should avoid, which he considers to be part of that darkness. The thing is, in telling us what to stay away from, he really shortchanges the world, this beautiful creation God made for our delight. When we're too focused on those things we think of as being dark, when we focus on heaven as the only place of beauty and goodness, we run the risk of not only ignoring the beauty and goodness of the world, but also our responsibility to it. At the beginning of creation, when God was busy forming things and Adam was naming all of the things with feathers, fur or leaves, God called this good, this world, good, us, made in God's image, good. Our lives of faith are not supposed to be focused on the world and creation to come, to the detriment of this one. We've been given a mandate to love the place where we are. Of course, many of us are concerned about climate change. We're in a climate crisis and our world is on fire. Given this predicament, it makes sense that we should also be eager to look for the eschaton, another world coming to save us from the mess we've made. Trying to find solutions for problems like climate change can be too big to imagine, too much to bear. The problems are immense. And in trying to address them, we confront our own finitude. Into this particular moment, these words coming to us from Jesus seem particularly important to hear. About that day and hour, no one knows. Living in the unknown, in what we cannot fathom or plan for, can make us crazy. We want certainty. We want to know how things are going to be. But that's not what Jesus is offering us. He's offering us an invitation into the world we're already in. An invitation to this planet, this world this time, this place. How are we ready to ready ourselves for the day of his coming? Paradoxically, we can ready ourselves to leave this world by truly living in it, by soaking up every grace-filled moment. We don't know when Jesus could surprise us, but we can be sure it will be in this world, using what has been ordinary and transforming it into something wonderful. About that day and hour no one knows, says Jesus. Today, may this be for us an invitation. Jesus is waiting, ready to surprise and to delight. Let us pray. Longing for light, we wait in darkness. Longing for truth, we turn to you. Make us your own, your holy people, light for the world to see. 
Longing for peace, our world is troubled. Longing for hope, many despair. Your word alone has power to save us. Make us your living voice. Many the gifts, many the people, many the hearts that yearn to belong. Let us be servants to one another, making your kingdom come. Christ be our light, shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ be our light, shine in your church gathered today. Let's pause and say together the prayer that Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with us all. Amen. King number